Hey everyone, welcome to Girl Talk. We are back for season 27 on the podcast. <laughs> I don't know what season it is, but it's Valentine's Day. <laughs> and we're super pumped about mm-hmm. this semester's podcast. Mm-hmm. We are... Always lots to talk about. Yeah, we asked you and we will continue to ask you every week just some of the things that your friends are talking about. You're asking the things you've always wanted to ask but not have yet asked. And we're going to bring them to you here on the podcast. So here we are. Thank you for joining us. Yes. So I thought this was a pretty good one that we could start off with since, you know, it's Valentine's Day. And yes. Happy three years of videos. Yay. Um, happy Valentine's Day. You can't see me, but I have lots of flowers to give you. <laughs> so thank you. Thanks for sticking around with us these last three years. And it's been super fun. Mm-hmm. Today we're going to talk about male validation versus validation from the lord Ooh, yes big one whoa we definitely just jump right off go ahead (laughs) yeah (laughs) happy valentine's day don't find your worth in anything but god (laughs) those flowers can wait that's right and the chocolates Mm. just kidding flowers and chocolates are so good they're from the lord for sure (laughs) (laughs) definitely what's your favorite kind of chocolate Ooh, okay i love the um chocolate and raspberry mix mm, like chocolate yes. raspberry ice cream chocolate raspberry um there's a truffle the harry and david mm, truffle yes and the Ghirardelli squares mm-hmm. you don't nope. like those no nope. all right mm-hmm. scratch that off the list we're not getting those next year this year i already bought them it's fine um and <laughs> that's good what's your favorite flower uh ooh, pansies mm, pink pansies that's a good one no not pansies oh okay god <laughs> Panties. I was like, I've literally pink never panties. heard you say that before, but okay, we're oh, pink new beginnings. Yeah, all <laughs> right. These are purple, so yes, pink hmm. peonies. Well, my favorite chocolate is just you know straight chocolate, any kind of chocolate. Yeah, any kind of salted, chocolate. Car- no, salted dark chocolate covered almonds. Yes, Those Himalayan salt. Yep, mm-hmm. love dark chocolate, salt, mm-hmm. almonds, all the things. Yeah, and I really like tulips. Yes, they're just you know, sweet. the classics. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I hope y'all are getting all your Valentine's Day chocolate and um, flowers. But you know, even if they're not right in front of you, you know where they are? Publix. In heaven. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't go into Publix if you're scared of balloons. You will be claustrophobic and be afraid of the spy balloons. So, alright, back to it. Male validation versus... Validation, validation from, from the, the Lord. Lord. And yeah, that's Amy Kate. Yeah. Um, that's AC and I'm Elsie. <laughs> yes. Curl. Elsie and AC here with you on the podcast. So I think it's cool both of us grew up kind of not with our dads. And so we both have a story of having to find validation in the Lord probably quicker in some situations than if you grew up with your dad. Right. But in every case, there's definitely the fight of our culture and the enemy that want us to think that our validation and our worth come from the boys in our life. Yeah, just from the outside sources, whereas, you know, there's that natural longing in our heart that is supposed to be satisfied by our father, um, by our father's, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? The the validation from our father, the yeah. love from our father, the affection you know, the the normal affection from our father that wraps us in his arms and tells us how much he loves us because mm-hmm. 
if God were standing here in front of us, if Jesus was still on the earth, he would naturally come give us just, um, you know, um, an, an appropriate <laughs> hug and, and let us know how much we, he loves us and how um, worthy of, we are of love. So there's yeah. that natural longing in us that when you don't have um, a healthy relationship with your earthly father, there's you're gonna look for a, for it somewhere. Mm. So that's completely normal. Yeah, definitely. It's mm-hmm. what we were made for. Right. Right. Yeah. So so unfortunately, sometimes in some situations where there's no guidance and actual wisdom being um, spoken into a young girl's life and into her heart, you know, she just goes out and naturally does what she thinks she's supposed to do, which is receive um, attention from other male figures. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's not a good thing. So that's what we want to talk about today is if we don't have the healthy relationship with our father or maybe even a big brother or some kind of healthy relationship with an older male person, um, what are we supposed to do? Mm -hmm. Well, one of the first verses that came to my mind was Psalm 4511. And um, I remember the day the Lord showed me this. I was like, whoa, are you serious? (laughs) Um, And I'm going to... Let me find it real quick. It said, um, it says, well, first it says, Psalm 45, 10. Listen, O daughter, consider and give ear. Forget your people and your father's house. The king is enthralled by your beauty. Honor him, for he is your Lord. Now, that, exactly what that's talking about is, something maybe a little different but I think that we can definitely apply it to this situation where the Lord wants us to forget our earthly circumstances not in a bad way not like it doesn't matter because you know everything matters and we we have natural emotions with it and it's normal to need some time to heal from natural circumstances. But I think ultimately the Lord tells us, look, I am so much bigger than your circumstances and I am able to heal your heart and satisfy all your desires. So I love you. And in Isaiah 54 says that God is our, um, our perfect husband. And he, and and there's another verse that says he's a father to the fatherless. And so when you look at those verses with this one that says the king is enthralled by your beauty honor him for he is your lord we can take that to mean like he's talking to us he's talking to every single girl on this planet that he made that is his creation that belongs to him that he gave his son for he loves us and to know that and to get to know him will be the um the the heart knowledge that we need to be secure and confident in our relationship with him and and keep us from having to look to outside sources until the right relationship is in place with um, a fiance or husband or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that's good. I love that. Yeah. Um, for me, I grew up with 
Proverbs 4.23 being, like, everything, like, everything was always just around guarding your heart. And so, for me, I grew up on the softball field and, you know, you had to catch the ball and if you dropped it, it was your fault. And if you missed the catch, I was a catcher um, and so, like, and a pitcher and I was a coach's kid so I just played everywhere anytime I needed anything. But if you messed up, it was your fault. Like, if if the ball was, like, dropped, it was your fault. And then on the basketball court, if I didn't get the rebound, it was my fault. And, like, if I didn't guard the basket and the and the goal was made, it was my fault. And, like, on the volleyball net, like, I was the middle and everything. Like, I – the middle the middle hitter has the middle blocker, which means that you help the right and the left block, and you block your middle. So it was always my fault. If That's the ball was dropped, like, it was always my fault. And, I mean, wow. I probably put more pressure on myself than, like, my coach. Well, actually, you know, if you miss the ball, you get yelled at. So for me, I just always – um, related that to guarding my heart. And so I felt like if, if I got hurt, then it was because I wasn't guarding my heart enough or Mm -hmm. if like someone, it's just if anything. And so with guys, like I was always so super guarded, like not growing up without a dad, I was super scared because I was just always told that like, you know, you're not going to be able to be in any kind of relationship without it being terrible because you don't have a dad yeah because there's so much baggage that comes from that yeah and like (laughs) from not having a dad yeah and so I was just always told so I was terrified so I was like terrified from everything that the world could like everything that could happen to me but then it also like I think it um like I don't know the word what am I trying to say like it it overflowed into my relationship with God too because I was so scared of everything else that I think I was also I I didn't have the fear of God. Like, I was actually terrified of just being Mm -hmm. hurt. And I thought it was me that had to guard everything. Mm -hmm. And so, it It wasn't until... completely up to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was completely alone and just felt like it was... just right. Yes. Or it was not going to (laughs) work. Yeah. Still trying to, um, (laughs) you know, not be that way now. But it wasn't until I really understood delighting in the Lord. And, like, when I drew near to God, He was going to draw near to me and... One of the last things that my dad taught me before he died was Jeremiah twenty nine thirteen, And a lot of people just talk about Jeremiah twenty nine eleven and like how God's plans are good for us and um, how he's not going to harm us and all of that stuff. But my dad always told me to keep reading, to make sure I kept reading. And in verses 12 through 13, it says that when we search for God with all of our heart, we're going to find him. And mm-hmm. that was just something that I really was like, oh yeah, like, Anytime I look for God, he's going to be there. That's great. But, like, it wasn't really until later when I realized that guarding my heart wasn't just my responsibility on my own by myself. And I was the only one to, you know, keep anything from happening. But it wasn't until I realized, like, when we really do, like, pull up a seat or, like, jump in our dad's lap and, like, let God take care of our hearts and let God be the king of our heart, then that's when he is going to, like, the king is enthralled with our beauty. And, like, when Mm -hmm. you just... When you let yourself be in that relationship with God, it just completely changes everything. Yes. And that reminds me of what we heard on another podcast the other day, um, how there's so many details of it, but basically um, in the Jewish calendar, the Sabbath starts at night. And so every day starts at night. And I thought that was so cool. It like completely blew my mind because God created us for rest 
and him. Mm-hmm. And so by creating and telling the Jewish people, I guess, to start their calendar at night, he was showing us that he wanted us, wanted us to start and rest. Yeah. And that also came from a truth that was pulled out in this podcast that we listened to that um, talked about how, you know, the Israelites were in slavery for 400 years. And when God pulled them out of slavery, he had to show him, like, the first thing um, they read, they were the first ones to read the his word that was taken down by the scribes. And so it was created in such a time where the the poetry and the style in which it was written was made so that um, the style of it emphasized the fact that they were the biggest creation because what they had lived for 400 years was a different truth. They were treated in such a way that made them feel that they were only as valuable as what they were able to produce. And so um, he he brought them out and and let them understand this truth in such a way that showed them that they were created to rest in him and they were the, the biggest creation, not what they could create for him. And so that just brings us to the point of what, what you were saying, Amy, is that it's not up to us. I mean, it just reinforces that point. Mm-hmm. It's not up to us. And the verse that I love, another verse I love in Psalm is Psalm 73, verse 23. It starts with verse 23 and it goes to 26. Um, it says, Yet I am always with you. You hold me by my right hand. And this is David, or the writer, talking to God. Yet I am always with you. You hold me by my right hand. You guide me with your counsel, and afterward you will take me into glory. Whom have I in heaven but you, and earth has nothing I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. And I have written next to this um, after where it says, yet I'm always with you. You hold me by my right hand. I made a note that said to keep me from running because I mean sometimes you just want to do what you got what you want to do and you do want to run and just do what you want to do yet even though you know it's not right or maybe you're scared or maybe you know you're just you're just in a battle mm-hmm. for over your flesh for whatever reason or your emotions or anything like that because life is hard and you know we're we were made to live it with him holding his hand but yet that verse tells me that his daddy grip on us is enough to Mm -hmm. keep us from running yeah and enough to hold us yeah that's like psalm 16 that says like is it psalm 16 that says your boundary lines my boundary lines you make my boundary lines fall in pleasant places Mm -hmm. my lot is secure is that right Yeah. yeah yeah and just like realizing that like yeah we do have to show up but, mm-hmm. like, God gives us everything we need. Right. And so many times I've just shown up yeah. just to say I'm here mm-hmm. and I'm, I can't do this and I'm having a hard time. And please hold my heart. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. that's all I can say. Yeah. Because <laughs> I can't do this. Yeah. So, now that we've kind of talked about, like, you know, why we can trust God and what he really, he really just, he, he wants us to show up and trust him. 
and do the, like he's going to do the rest cuz you know if we draw near to God he's going to draw near to us and then, um and so i was thinking also we hear a lot of people and you can say this too like your problems aren't solved well we put our validation we look for validation in God because man boys guys whatever like they're not perfect either mm-hmm. and so it really if you think about it like why would we look for our worth in something that is imperfect like imperfection mm-hmm. is just like gonna be like us and so mm-hmm. guys guys like girls it, all of us are imperfect and so I think our world has made marriage an idol and mm-hmm. Pinterest has made the wedding such a big deal and all the Instagram pictures and the mm-hmm. engagement pictures and all the things like it looks so fun but your problems don't just go away because a guy says that he loves you like mm-hmm. it doesn't change like your humanness it doesn't change his humanness you're just both human now together mm-hmm. and so I was listening to another podcast the other day and it was just talking about how like your problems you know they don't just go away when you get married they just they change they get more you don't like you can't just wake up in the middle of the night and do whatever you want to do and like you have to worry about the person that's with you at all times too Mm -hmm. and so you know that's like looking for validation in marriage not just in guys but I mean ultimately that's where like we want to get to is being married so if you start your like if you're in middle school and you're looking for validation in guys like you're never going to find it. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to find it when you get married either. Mm-hmm. And so... Because that doesn't define who you are. Mm-hmm. It just reveals more of who you are. <laughs> Which we're always looking for. I mean, marriage and relationships are definitely part of the sanctification process. Because when you add another person in, it just definitely reveals, um, you know what you're lacking because they're going to want to do something so and you're going to want to do something which is what we talk about all the time is like where is the choice what's your choice going to be for what you want or what God wants in that situation um and and how do we obey him and who are we going to worship and so relationships just bring that out because you you can't do whatever you want anymore you have to think about the other person and and what's best for the other person because that's what Jesus did for us. So if we're truly, you know, if our goal is truly to become more Christ-like, then that's how we're going to live with the gospel in the forefront of our mind at all times. Yeah. And a lot of what we talk about is just how the closer you are to people, the worse that they're going to see of you. (laughs) And so it's really hard to think like we're going to find our validation in someone else Mm -hmm. when they're going to see the worst of us, we're going to see the worst of them. But we're looking to them for our validation. And right. it just, if you put it all together and make it like super logical, mm-hmm. it just doesn't, it doesn't come out the right way. Because sense. you're, the closer you get to someone who, someone that you don't know can't really give you validation. Like it's going to be someone that you're investing time in. But it's going to come back always that, like, and it's good. You want to be in relationships where you see the worst of the person and like you come back the next day. You know, like that's what makes a friendship. That's what makes a relationship. And so it's just, just like you are not perfect enough to give someone else their worth. Like we don't need to look at other people to give our worth to us Mm -hmm. because it's going to fall. Like we're going to be disappointed. We're going to be hurt. Like there's going to be so many times where we show up with everything and then we're like, what? This is not what I expected. This is not what I wanted. This is not what I thought you were going to do. And like, we just can't, we can't put that much like weight in our validation from others Mm -hmm. because we're going to be let down. Right. But God never will let us down. Right. Others are going to disappoint us. The fate, you know, the 
the excitement of the new car dress whatever is going to fade everything is going to fade yeah everything will disappoint us um except for jesus Mm -hmm. and so that's why we focus on you know that's why we're called to serve others and focus on building others up and doing things for other people because it's never it was never about us and the more we think about us (laughs) <laughs> the more frustrated we become because yeah. we're never happy. Yeah. So it's like how everyone's always said, like my other half or like, you know, you meet halfway and like all this stuff, but mm-hmm. it's really like in marriage and really we talk about dating, but we really talk about marriage more because that's the ultimate, like you can't really, you can't have dating without the thought of marriage. Mm-hmm. And so like, it's not until you're complete in God that you really can find that like, not perfect place, but, like, find a good place with the other person, with the guy, like, with the guy you're going to marry. Like, it has mm-hmm. to be Jesus makes you whole, Jesus makes him whole, and you come together, together. And because if you're missing stuff looking for it in the other person, you're not going to find it. Right. Because it's always, like, you have to show up. Like, you show up one day, and you're in the best mood ever, and he's in the worst mood ever. Mm-hmm. You still have to be there. Like, you can't just, you know, you can't just be like, well, I was in a good mood, and you made me a bad mood, and I'm going to leave. Like, right, because you, know? you can't just expect the other person to be perfect all the time, because you're not perfect all the time. And so you can't blame them, you know, for ruining yeah. your day, because they didn't act the way you wanted to. I mean, you know, it's yeah. a sinner marries a sinner, mm-hmm. and there's going to be hard stuff. Yeah. And so how are you going to respond to those hard things? And right. That kind of thing. Yeah, which just really goes into so many other questions that we've been asked and so many mm-hmm. other things that y'all submitted to for us to talk about. And just really all that we talk about is really until you find your worth in God every day, like until you know that like joy is found in his presence only and he's the one that gives you all that you need. And like when you delight in him, he's going to give you desires of your heart and he's going to satisfy all your needs. And like literally the whole Bible, like until you <laughs> understand like you know, not understand the whole thing, but like until you really get to the place where you can just show up and give God everything and just trust him to give you all that you need, mm-hmm. then it's going to be really hard to live any day. Like it's going to be hard to show up when something doesn't go your way. And, you know, we talk about this a lot, like trusting God and like living in him is showing up. And if something doesn't go your way, like, still being okay and, like, mm-hmm. still being at peace that God has your best in mind. Mm-hmm. And believing Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, Like, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven has really come to so much more, meant so much more to me just in these last couple of months of realizing, like, that God's plans for us are good, which means everything that's bad was not his plan. Right. And well, everything that harms us was not his plan, but it still happens. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean God didn't hurt me. God didn't plan for what hurt me. Like, it's just what happened. Mm-hmm. And so why would you not trust the God that has everything good for you? And, like, why would you not put your, your validation and look for your worth in him? Who, Romans eight twenty eight says that he takes everything. So he plans what's good. And when what's good doesn't happen, he still takes that thing that happened that he didn't plan and he makes it the best. Mm-hmm. So basically, you just can't lose because he's like, he's planning everything good, and he's also gonna make everything that's not good good again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So everything you just said is so wrapped up in um and all the the male validation and and really 
getting your validation from anything or finding your worth in anything other than God is really um, disputed when Paul says in Galatians 1 verse 10, Am I now trying to win the approval of men or of God? Or am I trying to please men? If I were still trying to please men, I would not be a servant of Christ. And, you know, that's that's everything. That's, you know, we always say, yep, I'm just walking in front of the audience of one. Mm -hmm. You know, I live with an audience of one. Because really, all we're trying to do, all, we, all we're called to do is know the Lord and and follow Him and make Him known. Yeah. So what I always come back to are my three favorite verses and you could really like build the foundation on mm -hmm. these three three sets of verses that I love they're um Psalm 33 Psalm 36 and Psalm 63 and Psalm 33 is verses 16 Psalm 33 are verses 16 through 22 and it's basically saying to put your hope in the Lord and then Psalms 36 5 through 9 are saying that we can feast on the Lord. And then Psalm 63, verses 1 through 5, says that we can be satisfied by the Lord. So if you take a few minutes and go look those up, you will see how it's so it's so simple when you can pull those out. I just remember, like, for years, and I've, t I've told you all this before, for years I loved all these verses separately, and I never could remember which one said what, but I love them all. And then finally, I was just having my time with the Lord one day and just thanking Him for those truths. And I said, Holy Spirit, oh, which one was this? I can't remember. And then even in those few minutes when I was just trying to figure it out, He showed me that here it is, 33, 36, 63. Hope in my love, feast on my love, and be satisfied with my mm -hmm. love. So if there's anything that I just want to encourage y'all with this Valentine's Day is, you know, what are you putting your hope in and where are you you know we love i wait i say we i love a good buffet mm. i love <laughs> food we love food. any time any type of food we love food we love to feast on all the food and so god says where are you feasting mm -hmm. like where are you letting your eyes feast where are you um what are you letting satisfy you you know where are you trying to find your satisfaction so, again, I'm going to say these verses for you in case you didn't get them the first time. Psalm 33, 16 through 22, hope in the Lord. Psalm 36, 5 through 9, feast on the Lord. And Psalm 63, 1 through 5, be satisfied by the Lord. And we love y'all so much. We are praying for y'all. I have a challenge. What? All right, this week or today, Valentine's Day, whenever you're listening to this, whatever... You go to first. Like, it's not bad. Like, you have something really good and you think about, like, the first person you want to tell. Or the first thing that you want to do is check Instagram. Or just think about the first thing that you want to do when something good happens, when something bad happens. And, like, go go to the Lord first. Like, instead of going to Instagram. Or instead of texting your friend. Yeah. Or something like that. Instead of wondering what that boy is thinking. Right. Like, talk just, to God about what it is yeah. and ask him what he's thinking. Like, look in the word and see what he's thinking about it. Right. And that really will show you and show us. Like, it will show, it shows us what we really are feasting on and what we're looking to for our validation is that first thing that, like, we want to run to. When you feel bad, like, 
me as cake. Like, I always just, like, if I feel bad, I'm like, I want something sweet. But, like, think mm-hmm. about those things and, like, yes. the things that are going to give you validation and look to the Lord first. Right, for His approval. Because, really, at the end of our life, at the end of the world, <laughs> it's not the end of eternity, mm-hmm. but He's the one that we're going to be standing face-to-face with. And we want to get to the end of the race and hear, well done, good and faithful servant. Mm-hmm. So, have a great Galentine's Day. We love <laughs> y'all so Valentine's much. Day. Ha- and wear all the pink and white and red and all the hearts. We love Favorites. all the hearts. Yes. <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye.